share some other good news with, with many of you. Uh, our two newest babies are born into the world. Amen. 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 Brother Kevin Robinson and Sister Morgan, congratulations. And Grandma Anika, congratulations. <laughs> Amen. Thank God for the new addition to the family. Keep the mom, dad, and the babies in your prayers. Amen. Amen. As they are new to this world and, and so much to look forward to. And so please keep them in your prayers. Amen. Baby boy and a baby girl, two twins. Glory be to God. So we, we are excited over here at Generations about what the Lord is doing in the lives of the family. And this ministry continues to grow. Thank all of our Facebook followers again, all of you from all around the globe. Um, we just can't thank you enough for all of your support uh, through these years. And those of you who have just joined us recently, we thank God for you as well. We love all of you. Continue to ask that you would keep our church family ministry in prayer as we continue to, to seek and look for our, another building and as we continue to strive to raise our monies for a building fund and the 501c so please make every effort to do that i do want to say that today is the final discipleship class today is the final discipleship class for this year next year will be our final third year of discipleship Amen. so today is the final year so please please make sure you are there today uh, because I will also be going over with you uh, the final exam information. So today is the last day, but I will go over at the end of the class your final exam instructions. So please don't duck out. If you do miss it and you're not able to get this, make sure you, it's your responsibility to call back in, check with somebody, reach out some kind of way to get the information for your final exam. All right? Praise the Lord. And with that being said, if there are any on the line today for the first time and, and you want to support this ministry uh, in your giving, you can do so in three ways. Those of you who are members, you, you should be paying your tithes and offerings uh, regardless. We expect you to do what you know to do. Those of us who are so, uh, are new to this ministry, again, if you want to give, there are three ways to do that. It should be up on your screen, but if not, you can text to give 833-642-3291, or you can cash at dollar sign generations, that's G-E-N-E 
R-A-T-I-O-N-S-O-R-F-C. Or you can simply mail in your contribution to Generations of Renewed Faith Church, P.O. Box 11736, Baltimore, Maryland, 21206. Amen. I want to give a shout out if there are any from my, my new job uh, on. I had some that said they would be watching. And so uh, if you are, thank God for you all. We bless the name of the Lord that you are able to... Uh, Set aside your busy schedule to be with us on this morning. And all of you who are not a member of Generation that are listening, watching, wherever you are, we want to thank God for you this morning because you mean the world to us as well. We love you. Amen. We, we pray for you over here. We don't just say it. Uh, we mean that. I pray for you. First Lady, we pray for you. Uh, so, so know that you are being prayed for and we love you. So we thank God for you. Now, again, keep our church family in prayers and all of your families we keep in prayers. The Lord has blessed us with another beautiful day outside. And so uh, we just can't thank him enough for all that he's done and doing in our lives. Amen? Amen? All right. With that being said, again, remember, today, 2 p.m., discipleship class. This is the final discipleship class for the year. So please be there. We, we, we have a lot to cover to go over. Uh, as we prepare ourselves for year three uh, that was resumed back in September. Amen. And then that will be the final year. We're going to do some good things in that. So, And I will give you your books ahead of time that you are to uh, purchase. All right. With that being said, if you would stand to your feet, wherever you are, go with me in the New Testament of your Bibles Amen. to the book of 2 Corinthians. Go with me in your Bible to the book of 2 Corinthians. Amen. A, a familiar passage to many. Amen. This is the second epistle of Paul, the apostle, to the church at Corinth. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And uh, let's see. Actually, we're going to pull out the first four verses in your hearing. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 through 4, with emphasis on verse 3 and 4, being more of our key verses. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, in the New Testament of your Bible, verse 1 through 4, with emphasis on verse 3 and 4. And I believe we should all be there by now. Amen. If we were in the church building, I would say to many of you, or oh, look over and I can still see pages turning if they're not there. And so I'm going to take it that you all are there by now. I've given it several times. And so this is the word of God for the people of God. Paul says, therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Verse three and four, our key verses. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost in whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the gospel or the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. This is the word of God for the people of God. I want to preach this morning with this subject in mind. You can't see the truth rejecting the truth you can't see the truth rejecting the truth let's pray heavenly father as we come to your word give us hearts to believe and ears to hear what the spirit is saying to the children of god assembled in the church with us today give me grace to preach your word effectively with power, 
clarity, and authority under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Speak, Lord. Your children are listening. In Jesus' name we pray that the church say amen. Amen. Amen, amen. and amen. You may be seated. I need you really focusing and listening on this morning to what the Lord is saying to his church and to those who are still outside of the church. We all have a knowing that's born in us to our conduct by our conscience when we come into this world. I'll say that again. We all have a knowing born inside of us to our conduct by our conscience when we come into this world. It's that faculty by which we apprehend the will of God as that which is designed to govern our lives. And that process of thought which distinguishes between what it considers morally good or bad. Commending the good and condemning the bad. We all have it. It's our measuring rod where norms and standards for right and wrong are established. And so we either choose to accept what it knows to be right and true, or we choose to continue to compromise what it tells us is wrong and defile it because pleasure means more to us than the truth. Oh, I hope you're listening this morning. I want to say that again. I'm talking about our conscience. It's our measuring rod where norms and standards for right and wrong are established. And so we either choose to accept what it knows to be right and true, or we choose to continue to compromise what it tells us is wrong and we defile it because pleasure means more to us than the truth. I believe this is why Paul says over in our text, they manifested the truth to every man's conscience mm -hmm. in the sight of God, whether male or female, spirit has no gender. He said, but they manifested the truth to every man's conscience in the sight of God, declaring nothing but what in their own conscience they believed to be true. Church, we either accept it or we reject it to go our own way. And the Bible says over in Proverbs 14 and 12, there is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, it leads to destruction. Our values lead to forming priorities in life. And so to live right, we got to surrender our lives to God. God gives us directions to lead us through life. It's up to us to follow. I, I hope you, you get this this morning. It, it'll set you free if you really listen. Our values we have in life, they lead to forming priorities in life. And so if we are going to live right, uh -huh. we got to surrender our lives to God and to his will and to his word. See, God gives us directions to lead us through our lives. But it's up to us wow. to adhere to those things and follow. Mm -hmm. I believe this is why David said, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. David said, he, he maketh me lie down in green pastures. Watch this. He leadeth me beside the still waters. You, you understand? He restored my soul. And then David says this, he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Glory be to God. Jesus even said over in John 10 that my sheep know my voice. A stranger they will not follow. And so when we let God lead us, we find contentment. But when we choose to go our own way, glory be to God. We always run into all kinds of problems. Mm -hmm. Let me say that one more time. When we let God lead us, we find contentment. But when we choose to go our own way, 
we run into all kinds of problems. How many of you remember Noah? Glory be to God. Uh, Jonah, I mean. How, how many of you remember Jonah? God told him to go one way. He went his own way and, and, and ran into a storm. And I, I remember hearing him say that. Uh, Bishop used to tell us all the time. Anytime you go in the opposite direction of God, you're going to always run into a storm. How many of you know I'm right about it? Amen. How many of you remember Lot's wife? Well, they were told to go one way and don't look back. And she looked back. And we know the story. She turned into a pillar of salt. Church, I'm trying to tell you, amongst so many others in the Bible, especially the children of Israel, when we choose to go our own way, we're going to always run into some problems. Amen. But what gets me is that many choose to go their own way and then blame God for it. Jesus. You might as well say amen. amen. And you say, well, I didn't blame God. Well, yes, if you said these things, in your own mind, maybe not out loud, but, but why would God let this happen? And, and, and why would God let that happen? How many of you remember those words? But I want to say to you this morning, it's not God. It's your choices and, and the works of the enemy. Glory be to God. I'm going to say it again. It's not God. Stop blaming God. It's not God. It's your choices and the works of the enemy. Huh? Glory be to God. Jesus told his disciples over in John 10 again, he said, and, and, and I'm, I'm, a para, I'm paraphrasing this morning. He said, I, I am the door of the sheep. Over in John 10, 7-9, Jesus said, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. He said, by me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, receive eternal life, and shall go in and out and find pastures. David said it again this way, green pastures, glory be to God. So that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I hear you, David, casting its horrible shadow over me, I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Are you listening this morning, church? Amen. So if the gospel don't find us and save us, we are lost forever. Yes. Oh, I hope Amen. you're listening this morning. There is no other means of salvation. I, I know people feel that I've done good. I've done some good all my life. I, I, I've fed this. I've, I've, I've housed that. I've given clothes to this. And, but I want to tell you that's not salvation. Wow. We need to do those things. When you've done it unto the least of them, you've done it unto him. I hear you. But I'm trying to tell you, unless you receive Jesus Christ and repent for your sin, that is not salvation. You must be saved. Are you listening? You must be born again. Jesus said, I am the way. Many people got all their different excuses as to why they can't serve Jesus or, or, or thinking that they can do it their own way. I'm here to tell you this morning, Jesus made it clear he is the only way. Amen. There is no other way. Amen. We got so many different religions in the world. Different beliefs in the world. Why? To escape what God says do. People, listen, everybody is not as ignorant as you may think they are. There are many people who just don't want to be accountable for the things of God. They don't want to be responsible or accountable for their own actions. Are you listening this morning? All Jesus said that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. He says, by me, if any man enter, they shall be saved. Shall go in and go out and find green pastures. So I say again to you that are listening out this morning, if the gospel don't find you and save you, you are lost forever. There is no other means of salvation. I'm not going to compromise God's word to make anybody feel good. Well. No, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. We're not out to get anybody. But I must tell you the truth while it is yet still day. Listen, night is coming and no man will be able to work. Work while it is yet day. Are you listening this morning? I must tell you the truth. Woe is unto me if I tell you not the truth, if I preach not the gospel. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Are y'all listening this morning? Thank you for that this morning. Amen. Glory be to God. I said we must preach in season Amen. and out of season. Amen. When people want to hear and when they don't want to hear. If the gospel is hidden, watch this. If the gospel is hidden, it's not God's fault. It's pretty much our own and the devil's, according to the text here, or Satan. He has put a veil over the minds of people who will not believe on Jesus. Yes. And, and he would keep them in the dark, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ should shine on them and they be saved. 
those who the devil had blinded, watch this, to see the truth are under his power and his influence. We talked about that influence in, in Bible study. Amen. Amen. See, the, the devil wants the world to worship him. And so he uses the things of the world to entice him. Money, fame, and pleasures of the world, and, and, and so on and so forth. He's the prince, the Bible says, and the ruler of the darkness of this world. And, and so he darkens man's understanding to keep us in the dark and supporting his interests, blinding men's minds with ignorance and with lies and, and with deception so they never come to the light of the gospel. Oh, glory be to God. So while the Lord's design by his gospel is to make a discovery of God to the minds of men, the devil's design is to keep men in ignorance and to keep the gospel from ever coming into their hearts. Oh, glory be to God. See, he knows once you know the truth, not, not just, just hear the truth, because you can be surrounded by the truth and not know it, but he understands that when you know the truth, when you hear the truth, and you come to know that truth, glory be to God, he understands that the truth will make you free. Amen. Huh? Jesus. See, see, by reading, and, and if you're in our Bible study, you know this, by reading the Gospels, we learn about Jesus. You need to write this down if, you, if you're missing Bible study and you don't get and you don't know this. By reading the Gospels, we learn about Jesus. And when we learn about Jesus, we understand the Bible. And when we understand the Bible, we get to know God. Are you listening? See, see, see the Lord's design is to make us discover God in our minds. But the devil wants to keep us ignorant. See, he wants to keep you ignorant of that. And so by us reading the Gospels, we learn about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. And when we learn about Jesus, we understand the Bible. See, we're called to rightly divide it. Are you listening? And when we understand the Bible, we get to know God. See, Jesus is here to bring us back to the Father. Glory be to God. And so that's why the devil will do everything in his power to keep us out of church. Come on now. Not reading your Bibles and definitely don't learn about Jesus. He will do everything in his power. Listen, if you're home and won't go to church, all you got to do is turn your phones on. Turn your computers on. I hear, I hear all of you talking about I'm waiting for the building. Listen. If you home and can't turn the phone on, turn the computer on, it's right there at your access. You ain't got to go nowhere. You can get up with your slippers on, with your robes on, with your gowns on, with a cloak on, whatever. You're right there. Nobody even has to see your face. No way. Just put the phone on. Put the computer on. So don't tell me you're waiting for the building and you won't even turn on your phones and computers. They're right there. To get into the building, you got to dress again. You got to get made up again. You got to get your hair did again. You got to get ready to get into the building. So I'm saying to you this morning, are you really ready for the building? Well, God Almighty, I feel my help coming on. See, the devil don't want you to go to church. But we're told, according to God's word, remember, stick to the script, to forsake not the assembling of ourselves, as such is the case with many of you. Read your Bibles. He don't want you to read your Bible. Because when you read that Bible, you're going to come to understand it. And when you understand it, you're going to get to know God. And when you get to know God, you're going to learn about Jesus. And the gospel, the good news of how Jesus died for your sin and for my sin. How he redeemed us. And how he paid a price that we could not pay. How he reconciled us back to the Father. You're going to learn about good news. Glory be to God. It's not that he just died on the cross. No, he died for your sin and for my sin. That we be not condemned. Huh? That, that when we stand before God, good God Almighty, when we come before God, see, see, I know he's a loving God, but we're going to come and stand before a just God. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. One day we're going to stand before God. You either gonna stand before the beam of seat or you gonna stand before the white throne judgment. It's your choice. Glory be to God. Ah, hallelujah. You can't see the truth rejecting the truth. Are you listening this morning? 
The devil wants to keep you out of church. He wants to keep you from reading your Bible. He don't want you to ever learn about Jesus. Why? Because he wants to keep you from the light of the glorious gospel from shining on you so you never get saved. Misery loves company. Huh? He, he knows where he's going. Listen, whenever the devil tells you about your past, remind him about his future. Glory be to God. He knows where he's going, and he wants to take company with him. I ain't going with him. Glory be to God. Hey, And I'm praying that my family ain't going with him. I'm praying that my church family ain't going with him. Are you listening? I'm praying for countries and people that I don't even know ain't going with him. Because God did not design hell for men. It was for the devil and his angels. But we choose to reject him. He has no other choice. He's not sending nobody to hell. He said, I would that none should, oh, glory be to God, none should perish, but that all men might be saved. But he won't make you saved. He gave you free will. It's your choice, church. Are y'all listening this morning? But the devil has blinded and deceived those who refuse to believe. And watch this. What they don't realize is that if you ain't serving God, if you ain't one of his, then you under the devil's influence, making him your God. Glory be to God. I hope y'all listening this morning. Ah, oh, thank you, Jesus. Listen, don't miss this. The sun is always shining. Huh? Even if you don't always see it. Something is just between it, a cloud or something, to keep us from seeing it. But it's always shining. Huh? And we can feel the effects of it, even when we don't see it. Amen. Well, in the same way, with the light of the gospel, mm -hmm. it's always shining. Wow. There are just other things in life, in our ways, to keep us from seeing it. Ooh. And so we must seek after it. Those who diligently seek me, the Lord say, will find me. Yeah. See, we got to seek after it. We got to go where it is. Glory be to God. Ah, you got to go where it is. God is always wanting to shine his goodness in our hearts. But the devil, Satan, is constantly putting barriers between us and God. And how is he doing it? I'm glad you asked me. Either through the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, or the pride of life. 1 John 2.16. See, he does this to keep us from seeing the glorious light of the gospel. He will do anything, glory be to God, he can to keep people from being saved. The devil don't want you saved. People are focusing on things that ain't even Bible. Nonsense. The devil don't want you saved. This is about salvation. Amen. But we must repent from what Adam and Eve did in the garden. We must be, re repent from the works of our forefathers and parents. We must repent for our own actions and doings. Glory be to God. We must turn back to God from our wicked ways. Hey, hey listen, that don't mean we're flawless. God knows that. He don't look down and see us. He sees the blood of Jesus on us. That's why we must be covered in the blood. Everywhere he sees the blood, he'll pass over. Oh, I hope y'all are praying with me this morning. God always wants to shine in our heart his goodness. His love and his mercy and his grace, his thankfulness, yes. his faithfulness, his word. He wants to shine the goodness of himself in our heart. But the devil always putting some kind of barrier between us. Oh. Are y'all listening this morning? He don't want you to, to ever see the glorious light of the gospel. And so he's doing whatever he can to keep people from being saved and from serving the Lord. You got people that just say they want to get saved or won't serve the Lord. Are you sure you're saved? I don't know about you because it's hard to be in love with somebody. Good call of mine. It's hard to be in love with somebody. It's hard to, to, to be in relationship with somebody. It's hard to be in fellowship with somebody and not commune with them. I don't know how so many of you say you're saved, born again, fire baptized. Holy Ghost filled, and you don't even want to come to church. You are fire baptized, God Almighty, and you don't want to talk about Jesus. Fire baptized, filled with His Spirit, and you somebody got to make you go to church. Somebody got to make you read your Bible. Are you sure you saved? God Almighty, uh, the devil don't ever want you to get saved. Call it be to God. He want to keep you from believing on Jesus Christ who died for our sins and who was buried and, and who rose again the third day according to the scriptures. I turn your Bible to 
to 1 Corinthians. Go back one book and go to 1 Corinthians with me. Chapter number 15. You got to move quickly because the spirit is moving on me. Glory be to God. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Paul says this. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received and wherein you stand, by which also ye are saved. That's what the Bible said. If you keep in memory what I preach unto you. Notice that. Whereby you are saved if you keep in memory, glory be to God, what I preached unto you. You sure you keep it in memory what he preached unto you? Some of you act like you ain't saved. Glory be to God. Nobody should have to run you down to make you read your Bible. Nobody should have to chase you down to make you come to church. If you've got his spirit in you, good call of mine. Ah, that was the difference between the children of Israel and the old under the law. See, the law was written on tablets. You can get away from the tablets. But when the word is written on the tables of your heart, it hurts you not to complete it. It hurts you not to carry out his word. It hurts you not to fulfill what the word of God is saying. Because it's going everywhere you go. Out of the abundance of the heart that flow the issues of life. Glory be to God. What's in a man's heart will come out of his mouth. Huh? Where your heart is, there your treasures are. You sure you saved? Call on my. He said, if you, watch this, I declare unto you the gospel that I preach, which you have received, wherein you stand, by which also you are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you. Unless, he said, call them out, unless you have believed in vain. Have you believed in vain? Are you really saved? Do you confess and profess? That Jesus is Christ, that he is God, the Son of God, come in flesh, born incarnate from the Virgin Mary. Have you believed that he died for your sin upon that old rugged cross and that he was buried and on the third day rose again from the grave? Do you believe this? Because if you believe that, you live like that. We live how we believe. Good God Almighty. He said, for I delivered unto you in verse 3. Of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scripture, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. That's what my Bible says. You, how are you going to serve God and don't want to read your Bible? Oh, glory be to God. I hope y'all are listening this morning. See, the gospel presents the truth of the good news. Listen, people of God. Only God can cause spiritual light to shine where there's darkness in the heart of people. To give them the light of the knowledge of God's glory in the face of Jesus. 2 Corinthians 4 and 6. Huh? Listen. The veil will remain until people repent and turn back to God. I said that what's hidden, the veil is going to remain until people repent and come back to God. As long as you reject the gospel, as long as you keep denying what the word of God says, as long as you keep denying the will of God for your life, as long as you continue to, the truth is going to be veiled from you. Tell your neighbor on your left and your right, if whoever you're sitting beside, standing beside, talking to, tell your neighbor, say, you can't see the truth rejecting the truth. Oh, come on, say it like you mean it. You can't see the truth rejecting the truth. Huh? You, 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 you act like you get offended when, when lies are being told to you. Oh, glory be to God. And some of you have gotten comfortable with the lie. Oh, help me hold this spirit in this place. Listen, as much as God desires that all should come to repentance, 2 Peter 3 9, the devil's desire that people be lost. The devil wants you lost. You hear what I'm saying to you? He wants you lost and he wants you to stay lost. But by manifestation of the truth, I myself, like so many other preachers and like Paul, commend myself to all of your conscience in the sight of God. See, the gospel was hidden to men then and still to some today. Not because the word was not being preached. Oh, glory be to God. Ah, hear me when I say the gospel then and now is hidden not because the word's not being preached, Jesus. 
the way God has revealed it. Well. But Paul gives us two reasons why. I'm only going to give you two points and then we're going to get out of here. Listen. Paul gives two reasons why the gospel was hidden. Are y'all listening? He says, number one, because men are lost. <laughs> because men are lost or perishing. It means perishing. That word in the Greek means perishing. Men are on the road to being corrupted. They have turned away from God and are going in the opposite direction of God. Down a road that leads to perishing. I mean, I mean, deliberately separating themselves from God. Are you listening? And so because they're deliberately separating themselves from God, they can't see God or the things of God. You can keep preaching and teaching and hollering all you want to. Until people ready to change their heart for God, they ain't going to hear nothing you got to say. It's going to go in one ear and come out the other. But I'm telling you, there's a price to pay. Huh? So they can't see God because they're rejecting God. They're looking away from the gospel and towards the world and the things of the world that are perishing because that's where their heart is. That's where their heart is. You, you find a person will be and doing the things around the things, spending time with the things that their heart is in. People will get involved with things they love. And they won't get involved with things they don't love. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, wow. all, all of us talk about we love Jesus. We love the Lord. We love God. If you love him, you'd serve him. Jesus. Ah, if you love him, you keep his commandments. The word says so. Mm -hmm. If you love me, keep my commandments. Mm, Jesus. Peter even, if you love me, feed my sheep. You don't think I get tired sometimes? I get tired too. I get tired. I'm sick. I laid on my sick bed, which I thought was my deathbed. I didn't know I was going to come back home. Ah, so you don't think I hurt? I go through. I get tired. But I love him because he first loved me. And because of my love for him, no matter what he allows to happen to me, I must do what he's called me to do. Glory be to God. I must shed light of the gospel into a dying world. I must go out into the world. I must carry out the great commission and win souls to Christ. Regardless of what I'm going through, regardless of how I feel, I must reach men and women and boys and girls around the world with the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. I must preach. Glory be to God. While it is yet day, because night is coming and no man will be able to preach. I must preach in season and out of season, whether people want to hear it or they don't want to hear it. I love him. Glory be to God. Oh, glory be to God. Amen. When you love somebody, you're in love with somebody. Uh, however you say it, in love, love somebody. If you really love somebody, you really in love with somebody, you want to spend time with them. Amen. You want to be where they are. You get involved with what they're involved with. Y'all hear what I'm saying to you this morning? Uh, you don't have to make somebody. Listen, some of y'all love people that don't even love you back, and you killing yourself for them. You dying for them. You going out of your way for them, and they ain't bit more paying you no attention, don't care. Oh, glory be to God. Care less about you than the hill of beans. I say it that way. Are y'all listening this morning? Amen. But you're dying for them. You go out of your way for them. You make sacrifices for them. And yet here the God of all creation, whose image and likeness we are created in. No other creature, no other being can attest to that. Only man is made in the image and likeness of almighty God. The creator of the universe. He thought so much about us that he made us in his own image. That's why Satan hates man. He regurgitates man and the male and the female of the man. Because she gives birth to mankind continuously. He hates us. Glory be to God. But because he cannot create his own man, he wants to use what God has created. Angels cannot reproduce. Glory be to God. Satan can't make nothing of his own but trouble and lies. Oh, I hope y'all are listening this morning. Amen. Paul said there are two reasons. Two reasons why the gospel is still being hidden. One, men are lost. They are perishing. Come on, somebody say they're lost. They're perishing. They're lost. They're lost. 
They're looking away from the gospel towards the world and the things of the world. That's what has their heart. That's what has their heart. Amen. You're going to be where your heart is, where things matter to you the most. The second reason the gospel is hidden, Paul says, is because the God of this world has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. Oh, glory be to God. Huh? Are y'all listening? The God of this world, he said, little G. Not the almighty God, but the God of this world. I like to say it this way. The God of this world system. Huh? Over this system. Glory be to God. This system of the world that we have going on. The God of this world. He's blinded the minds of those who don't believe. See, Satan blinds the minds of unbelievers to keep them from believing the gospel and from becoming followers and worshipers of Jesus Christ. Satan wants to be worshipped. Glory be to God. And so he blinds their minds by appealing to their flesh. Oh, don't miss that. Don't miss what I just said. He blinds their minds by appealing to their flesh. Are y'all listening this morning? And he does this to entice them with the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. 1 John 2, 16. Are y'all listening this morning? He gets you to focus on what he wants to enslave you with. That's why you got to be careful. Whenever God is want to bless you with something, Satan will always try to get there first before the blessing comes. Huh? That's why you got to be in prayer. You got to be hearing from God. You got to make sure that what you what you're hearing and what what what's what's right before you is what God is saying. Because Satan will always try to come before and make you do it your own way. So let me say this to you. Somebody that God has promised something to. God has promised you a house. And, and God has promised you a car. And God has promised you a job. He may have even promised you a spouse. I don't know what it is he may have promised you. I want to tell you that. Just because God promised you ain't going to stop the devil from trying to come in. Watch this. Just because God has promised somebody a house and somebody a job. Watch this now. Don't miss what I'm going to say to you. Mm -hmm. He's promised you this. But the devil will come in and try to throw a monkey wrench in that. Make you think you've got to do something extra other than what God said to get it. you got to watch that. It's a trick. It's a trap. It's a trick from the enemy. Make you think you got to do something. If God promised you something, you ain't got to do nothing out of the way to get it. God's got your name on it. It's yours. All you got to do is receive it. Oh, glory be to God. You say yes and amen. The gift of God is without repentance. If God said it's yours, it's yours. Open up your mouth and say what God said. Say it and you will see it. But you can't say it and see it if you don't know the one who you say it and is seeing it to. You got to know him. You got to spend time with him. You got to get in his word so you can hear Jesus say, I do what I see my father. I only do what I see my fathers do. Huh? I only do what I see my father in heaven do. And so we, glory be to God, we got to stay in tune with the Lord. We got to stay in tune with his word. He said, my sheep know my voice. A stranger they will not follow. Stay in tune with his word. So when he's giving you something, when he promised you something, you can wait on him. Ask Abraham and Sarah if you don't believe what I'm saying to you. God had already told him he's going to bless them with a, king, a child who would be ruling and, and, and inherit. Huh? He already promised them that, but because they got impatient, mm -hmm. glory be to God, Sarah said, go into your handmaiden. And he went into it and had another child. But that wasn't the, the child of promise. You understand? Satan will always come up on the scene to try to make you go ahead of what God has promised you. Mm -hmm. Wait on the Lord. I said, wait on the Lord and be of good cheer. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and never faint. Wait, I say, on the Lord. His promises will come to pass. Why? Because God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. If God said it, it's coming to pass. You can put your money on that. You can put your life on that. God said it is going to happen. Go to sleep and stop worrying. Glory be to God. Pray more, you'll worry less. Worry more, you'll pray less. God Almighty. Yeah, if you're going to worry, don't pray. Ah, help me, Lord. Some of you say, but preacher, you don't understand. I'm too busy. Yeah, I say, you're right. You're too busy not to pray. 
called Almighty. Yeah. Because you're so busy, that's more reason why you ought to be praying. Are you listening? Say to your neighbor, say you can't see the truth rejecting the truth. Uh, Paul said the God of this world has blinded their minds. He wants to appeal to your flesh and entice you to do things uh, that are going to uh, uh, cater to his agenda. See, he gets you to focus on what he wants to enslave you with. Like, like possessing more and more of something for yourself. And the more you get hooked, the blinder you become to the gospel. See, he's very deceptive. He's got a plan. He may be evil, but he ain't stupid. Oh, I hope y'all are hearing this. The devil may be evil, but he ain't stupid. He, he, he's still working on a plan. <laughs> Glory be to God. I, I don't know how many of you remember when we came up, um, there used to be, there was a show called uh, Maxwell Smart. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the name of the show? Uh, I can't, some of y'all probably know. Um, it may have been called Maxwell Smart, but as a matter of fact, well, Maxwell Smart, he was an agent on, on the good side. You understand? He was an agent on the good side. And then you had uh, the other side was called Chaos. All right? The, the, the movie, thank you, my wife. The movie is called, the show is called Get Smart. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. I know I got somebody out there watching. The movie is called Get Smart. Sister Andrea usually knows all the names of those things. Amen? The movie is called Get Smart. You had Max and you had the secret agents on the good side. And then you had the other agents on the bad side. The evil side called chaos. But I'm going to tell you something. They may have been called chaos, but they were still organized. Amen. Oh, glory be to God. It was just organized chaos. Glory be to God. So the devil ain't stupid. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? If you go back and you read in Ezekiel, Ezekiel tells him that he, he, he watched this. Oh, Lucifer, the son of the morning. Mm -hmm. See, when he was created, uh, God created him. He was the anointed cherub that covers. Uh, the, uh, listen, there are three uh, uh, angelic beings, three rounds of angels, if you would. There are seraphim, cherubim, and angels, of which Ma uh, Michael is the archangel. Then you got the seraphim, holy, holy, Lord God Almighty. But then you had Lucifer. He was the highest of the angelic realm, uh, the cherubim who covers the Bible says he covers it. He filled up the sun in beauty and in wisdom. So he wasn't ugly and he wasn't stupid. So stop running around like the devil is stupid. He ain't dumb. How can somebody be stupid to make us look stupid? Called about it. Uh, that ain't too stupid to me. If he's supposed to be the dumb one, why he got us doing dumb stuff? If he's supposed to be the stupid one, why he got us doing stupid things? Yeah, come on, y'all talk to me this morning. If he's supposed to be the ugly one, why he got us doing ugly stuff? Come on, y'all need to talk to me back up in here. If you say it through that phone, through that computer, I can feel your spirit. I may not see you, but I can feel your spirit. Talk to me out there. If he's supposed to be the evil one, why has he got us doing evil stuff? So stop all this nonsense about what the devil is doing. Get on God's side. If you spend more time talking to Jesus, you'll spend less time talking with the devil. Ah, matter of fact, he only knows what you tell him in prayer. God ain't the only one listening to your prayer. He's the only one can make a difference in it. But he ain't the only one listening. The devil is right there listening. We know this because when Jesus got baptized and the Holy Spirit descended on him in the form of a dove, when the Spirit led Jesus up into the wilderness, the Bible says he was led up into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. What is it that Satan comes to him to say? If thou be the Son of God, command these stones to be turned to bread. Wait a minute. When did he hear that? So he had to be listening to the prayer. Call on my See, the devil wants to listen to your prayers and your complaints. He wants to hear you tell God all about your troubles and what you can't do. Call the matter. How about just telling the Lord he is my shepherd? Yeah. How about praying that I shall not want her? I ain't making me to lie down in the green pasture. He leadeth me beside the still water. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley and the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Good God, how about praying that? Yeah, Lord, thank you, Jesus. I could hear Pastor Paul say, the Lord is my 
salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When my enemies and my foe came upon me to eat of my flesh, they stumbled. They stumbled. I said they stumbled. And they fell. But God Almighty, I guarantee you when you start praying like that, the devil going to turn that thing over because he don't want to hear you worshiping God. He want to hear your complaints. Are you listening this morning? You got to pray that thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee no matter what you've done against me, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I will trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not to my own understanding. But in all of my ways, even though things may look bleak, they may look dim. For he will direct my path. Start praying what God says. Say what God says. And watch the devil have to flee. Glory be to God. Because he don't want to hear you talking about the goodness of God. He don't want to hear you how you, you diagnose with something. And yet God's still going to bring you out. Call him out. Uh, he don't want to hear you worshiping God, giving God the praise in your condition. He want to hear complaints. Uh, but you tell that rascal no matter what he come up against you. Get on your knees and you pray. No weapon that is formed against me shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rides up against me shall the Lord thy God condemn. Are you listening? It shall be condemned. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I hope you're listening after this morning. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor you can't see the truth rejecting the truth. Come on, tell them like you mean it. You can't see the truth rejecting the truth. Listen. Those who don't turn to the Lord. It's because the God of this world, this world system, Satan, huh, has blinded their minds. He has blinded their minds with the veil to keep them from seeing the light shining from the good news about the glory of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord loves you. Thank you, God. I said the Lord loves you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. He came down 40 in two generations, wrapped himself in a garment of humanity. So that he could identify with the things that you and I go through as mankind. Huh? He bore in his flesh the thing that we go through to let us know that he's felt the pains we feel. He understands the sorrow we experience. He knows the troubles that we see. Call him out. But he said, but my child, my children, oh God, I love you. I love you too much to leave you in that condition. As the young people say, I'm going to do you a solid. Call on my. I'm going to do what you can't do. I'm going to take your place on the cross. You, you still, at some point, you're going to have to carry your cross daily. Call on my. But I'm going to carry it for you. If you just cast your cares upon me, take my yoke and learn of me. For my yoke is easy and my burdens are lighter. If you just take me upon you, he said, just. Just bring it on to me. I, I'm going to go to Calvary and do what you can't do. Wow. Call him out. I'm going to stand in the gap as your propitiation between you and God. Call him out. I'm going to make things right again. I know you messed him up, but I'm going to set him right again. I'm going to appease the Father. I'm going to make amends between you and the Father. Call him out. I'm going to bring you back into fellowship with the Father, back into right relationship with the Father. Glory be to God. So I'm telling you now, just hold on a little while longer. Help is on the way. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't throw in the towel. Don't lose hope. I'm coming back real soon. God Almighty. But I must go now. If I don't go now, the comforter can't come. I hope you're praying this morning. But I'm going to prepare a place for you. That where I am, there you may be also. Because in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. So I'm saying to you out there this morning, keep the faith up. Hold on. Stay in the word of God. If you know the truth, the truth will make you free. Put your hands together for God this morning. Yeah, glory be to God.
Listen, you can't see the truth rejecting the truth. And we manifest the truth in two ways. Number one, you tell it and you make it plain if you really believe it. See, one of the benefits of telling the truth is you don't have to remember a bunch of lies. Oh, I hope you get this. One of the benefits of telling the truth is you don't have to remember a bunch of lies. You know, once you tell one lie, you got to remember that. You got to remember that. And once you keep telling it and keep telling them, you forget where you even started. And one lie gets worse than another. And what you do is you don't realize it. You're planting a seed tree of lies. Jesus. See, see, watch this. You, you may think to say something. Notice this. You say some things to people that are, that are offensive. What happens? It hurts them. He said, wait a minute, how did it hurt him? I didn't touch him, but you said something. Mm -hmm. And a seed was planted with inside of them. Are you listening? Amen. You, you planted a seed because of your words. See, you, you, you and I got to know this. You got to remember this. Hear this. I'm getting ready to close show. Hear this. You got to know this. The same God that created the universe, the heaven and the earth, with his words, mm -hmm. and God said, and it was, the spoken, he spoke it. The power of God's spoken word brought all things that we know in this we call world into existence. Yes, the spoken word. Well, watch this. When you were born again, you're born of his spirit. So that same power that he spoke all things into existence is within you and me. That's why he can tell us to speak those things that be not as though they were. Because the power of his word it through his spirit resides in us. Oh Don't you realize that when you say to somebody who's going through a rough day, have a nice day, God bless you. Do you know what that does to them? You don't really know, do you? But God Almighty, you can turn somebody's situation around by your words. God Almighty. Yeah, that's why even though it might be nasty and bitter, a soft answer turneth away wrath. Are you listening this morning? Your words have power to make the difference in somebody's life. Somebody may be ready to give up on life check out and cancel, and you just happen to run across them, glory be to God. I don't believe nothing just happens. God puts us where we need to be, where we're supposed to be, when we're supposed to be there. You run across somebody that's getting ready to check out, and you don't even know it. And you say, good morning, and they don't even know it is a good morning. And you say, hold the door for them. You may say, they may say, thank you. And you say, oh, is all well? I don't know. Well, I can tell you, it can get better, glory be to God. And you might just touch the hand or say some kind words and say, I'm just praying for you. God blesses you. God loves you. You may even get them lunch or get them breakfast. Just your words and your actions mean a lot to people. You can turn somebody else's life around. The wise win of souls. God Are you in this thing for yourself or for others? Because everything in my Bible, everything in the word of God tells me that God Responds to need. Ooh, yeah. And so wherever there's a need, he puts you. So stop asking why I'm in this place or that Ooh, place. You just ask, Lord, show me the need. Show me how I'm supposed to approach that. What is it you're putting me here to do? Because there's a need. There's a need somewhere. Show me, Lord, what I'm supposed to be here for. But selfish people only worrying about their self. Oh, glory be to God. Glory be to God. The truth, we manifest it by making it plain, telling it. Are y'all listening? Amen. Watch this. The second way we manifest the truth, we live it out in our lives. So others can see it by our example. We uphold the truth by learning the truth. What it is, and then by experiencing it, and sprinkling it, or sharing it. First thing we got to do, you got to learn the truth. I can't stress enough. Get in Bible studies. We got Bible study every Wednesday. 7 to 8 o'clock. And it's amazing how many people will take the time to even get on. It's on your phone. It's on your computer. You can listen in the luxury of your home, in your car. Whatever it is you got to do. It's there for you. But, we, but you can't know the truth without learning. We must learn the truth, what it is, and then experience it. Are you listening? I, I say this, experience it because 
Bishop, I remember my bishop always says, and I never forgot it. There are some things the years can teach us that days are not yet acquainted with. You remember that? That's experience. There are some things years can teach us that days are not yet acquainted with. New, that new, those new babies just born in the world, they don't know the things that you and I know yet. They haven't experienced them. They've just been here a number of days. We've been here for years. So there's some things that years can teach us that days are not yet acquainted with. Are you listening? I'm talking about how to manifest truth. Live it out. So others can lead or see it by example. Learn it. Experience it. And then speak it. Because see, the more you speak a thing, the more it stays in you. And what's in will come out. So the more you speak it, if it's in you, it's coming out of you. Oh, glory be to God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I'm going to leave you with this. I'm going to leave you with this. I said there are two ways to manifest truth. Tell it and live it. You can't buy it. Are you listening? You can't buy it. The choice is yours. Let your conscience be your guide. Choose you this day whom you will serve. And the truth will make you free. God is truth. Amen. Are you listening? He's been tried and true. God bless you, church. God bless those who may have tuned in for the first day, first time. God bless our church family ministry. Amen. Amen. And, I, and I know that there's some, some issues going on with the phone. I'm going to tell you something. Mm -hmm. There are going to be some issues because the devil don't want, don't want this word to go out. He don't want you to know about the gospel. But it's too late. Are you listening? Amen. I said it's too late. If there's anybody out there under the sound of my voice. You heard this word today, and it, and, it, and it spoke to your heart in such a way as to, to make an impact, leave an impression on you. Write us over at Generations. If, 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 if you, you want to get this message out to somebody, we're, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, and, and I think, am I saying it right, iPod? I, I, I get it mixed up, podcast, I get it all mixed up. Y'all know I'm not... Uh, Fluent with all this stuff. Amen? Amen. But, I, but I'd rather be right with God than be fluent with man in technology. <laughs> Amen? Amen? And so I'm still learning this stuff. I'm still learning this stuff. But I'd rather be right with my God. And I'm going to preach the gospel until the Lord take me home. Amen. I'm going to tell the truth whether people like it or not, or whether they want to hear it or not. Because I'm bound to it. I am a slave to Jesus Christ Amen. in the spirit. Are you listening? I'm his. Amen. That's all. I don't have my collar on today, but that's, all, that's what the collar represents. I'm just, I, I, we're slaves to Christ. We're his. As Paul said, it's in him I live and move and have my being. Are you listening this morning? Amen. So if there's one out there today and you don't know Jesus Christ, You've never heard the gospel preached. There's a lot of stuff being preached that ain't gospel. You've never heard the good news of Jesus Christ. You've not been born again. If there's one out there today, won't you come? I want you just to, wherever you are, on your couch, on your chair, in your kitchen, in your living room, your dining room, your bedroom, at work, I don't know where you may be, but if you're out there, I just want you to just just lift your head up to the Lord. And just lift your hands up right where you are. Just lift your hands up right where you are. And just pray a simple prayer with me. Amen. If you don't know Jesus Christ for remission of sin, you've never confessed him and asked him in your heart, just pray this prayer. And I'm going to ask all you pastors and preachers, Jesus. teachers, who, and men, men and women of God who may be watching, yes. you would that know the power of God's prayer. <laughs> And you know that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous are very much. I'm going to ask you to be praying in your spirit right now for somebody or somebodies who may be listening that don't know Jesus. Amen. That they may come to saving grace right now. Jesus. And if there's one out there today and you don't know him, pray this prayer with me. Mm -hmm. Say, Father God, 
in the name of Jesus, come into my heart and into my life. Save me. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me in the blood of Jesus. Make me whole again. Say, Lord, I want to be in the number. In the household of faith. When you come back for your church without spot or wrinkle. Lord Jesus, I believe that you died for my sin and for the sins of the world, that you were buried and that you rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we believe you got born again. Let us know over at Generations, you, you got the information, Generations of a New Faith Church, P.O. Box 11736, Baltimore, Maryland, 21206. If you prayed that prayer with us, please, just, just write us. Let us know. Let us know. We want to hear from you. Keep us in prayer again, all of you out there. We're looking for a building. We need, we need another building. Our building is being demolished and redone all over that we were in. But that won't be finished until two years. So we're looking for our own building again. We're looking for our own building. And so keep your ears and your eyes open. Amen. Amen. I know that many of you are looking out for us. And so I did talk with Pastor Paul. And, and uh, he spoke with Brother Dwayne. And he's also on the march for us. Amen. 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 Uh, uh, he, he, he has uh, some wisdom in this, in this area. And so he's also looking out for us. So we thank God for that. We, we, got, we got some ears and eyes open out there. So it's going to happen in God's time. And so we just solicit your prayers uh, that, that, that this, this uh, is soon to come. I, I miss you all just like I'm sure many of you miss me. I miss you. And I can't just love that. It's nothing like being in the presence of each other. So I understand that. So I miss you, but I love you. All right. Again, 2 o'clock, our last discipleship class. Please be there. Please be there. All right? Because I got a lot to cover, to go over with you, and to give you all of your uh, discipleship or your final exam for your discipleship. So please be there. All right. Lord bless you. Lord keep you. Let's look to the Lord. Thank you again for your time. Your time is precious to me and for all of you. Thank God for my daughter who's, who's handling the camera, who's behind the scene, my wife, uh, always on my side, my mom, who's just been a blessing to us, and, and all of our, our pastors, Pastor Paul, Pastor Nasa, our minister Sharifa, uh, we continue to pray for all of our family, our deacons, Deacon Donald, Deacons Darlene, Deaconess, all of our deacons, deacons, all of our ushers and members of the body of Christ over at Generations of Renewed Faith Church. We understand when faith is not renewed, generations die. And so, and so we, we, we're, we're trying to reach the multitude while we yet still have time. All right? You can't see the truth, rejecting the truth. Get in the house. Get in the word. Get in Christ. Let's close. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And now may the strength of the Father and the grace of the Son and the anointing of the Holy Spirit empower and equip you all to thrive to the glory of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Baruch Hashem. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Shalom. Go in peace.